0: Welcome to the Captain Bagrat Podcast, where we're on a mission to fight boring news about Asia and Australia. You know, it's a tough job, but somebody's got to do it with a finger on the Asian, well, Asian-ish pulse. As always, we're recording from downtown Chinatown with yours truly, the mythical Madam Chan and friends. Welcome back to another episode of the 7-Minute Pulse for another jam-packed, bite-sized, unexpected Asia, ponder ponders and secret Asian, Asian-ish. Aside from listening to this 7-Minute Podcast, so what else can you do in 7 minutes? Probably just long enough before your double-chalk macadamia ice cream melts before you can fit it in your mouth because you're too busy gas-bagging with your mate on Messenger whether Nicolas Cage could be done in 60 seconds in his History of Swear Words series. Okay, less lame one-liners and more punch. Batter up in unexpected Asian news. Every year I look forward to seeing what Lamb Australia is dishing up for their annual lamb campaign backed by MLA, which is short for Meat and Livestock Australia. Yeah, sorry, vegans and vegos and pescatarians, cover your ears. So the 2021's lamb promotion, the Great Wall of Lamb was certainly not bad at all. In theme with Rona's driven state division across Australia, that's got New South Wall roaring louder than state of origin. Everyone seems to be picking on New South Wales disease state of affairs. It's no wonder in the ad that New South Wales would want to tear the wall down in more ways than the Berlin Wall went down to chomp on Queensland scrumptious lamb chops full of tunning cheek one-liners and the usual dig at Tasmania and WA. However, the trophy goes to the last scene where ScoMo, and for listeners outside of Australia, ScoMo is short for our Prime Minister Scott Morrison. So upon touchdown at the airport in his Hawaiian garb, asking, what have I missed? Our PM has a way of missing in action when the going gets tough. Where the bloody hell were you, Scomo, when the 2019 bushfires destroyed families, Christmas, the koala community, and multiple states? He was, in fact, in Hawaii and decided to enjoy the entirety of his leave instead of rushing back home to manage the crisis. And when COVID-19 hit Australia straight after the fires, again, we saw Scomo MIA for a federal approach to tackle the spread of covid is it just me or does ScoMo live by his Tourism Australia legacy? Where the bloody hell are you whenever a crisis is in need of its Prime Minister? Putting ScoMo aside, if you are highly entertained by this year's Lamb Australia's ad or just a meat lover, check out my favourite. 2016 Operation Boomerang No Australian Should Be Lamb Alone And 2017's Everyone's Welcome Because We Are All Boat People Rather tasteful and almost culturally appropriate. Now, check out these headliners on Google before they disappear off strange shores. Japan develops fake hand to replace human girlfriends. Yes, you heard this. In a world where we are intrinsically tied to technology and the effects of COVID-19 creating social isolation and anxiety, Japan is leading the way for that fake girlfriend experience. If you squirm at the thought of, you know, touching a real person's hand or just being touched in general, well, Japan has a solution for you. I suppose it's been inspired by Thing from the Addams Family. A robotic arm is so human and warm-like, you'll never need to caress a living, breathing person again. The robotic arm is covered with a soft, pliable gel to feel more like skin than machine and when you squeeze it, it actually squeezes back. The cloth inside the machine even emits the fragrance of a woman's shampoo. Oh my god, I love your hair. And if you want the warm hand to seem a little nervous, definitely a sign it likes you. You can even make it sweat. Now this sounds creepy, right? Oh, it doesn't stop there. Sounds of your virtual girlfriend's steps and breathing and the rustle of her clothes, you can play through it all on an app on your smartphone. Like I am almost speechless. This could be the demise of the female species and human civilization if these full-size fembots take shape. I guess that's why they call it singularity. The point in time where technology, robots with immense AI capability, singles out the weaker sex. These fembot hands must already know the Y chromosome is the shortest chromosome of all and disappearing fast, with a lifespan of less than 4.6 million years before the male Y chromosome disappears altogether. Now heading all the way south to Thailand, Thai monk wins lottery. Everybody's got their good luck charm or rituals, but have you ever wondered if, you know, dreaming about touching a coffin could win you 18 million baht with three winning lottery tickets? So that's translated to about 790,000 Australian dollars. Well, that's exactly what happened to a monk in Thailand who bought these tickets when a lottery seller came into the temple asking for help because nobody else would buy any tickets from him. In true altruism, the monk donated a majority to the temple, people in need, and to help others in the future. Now, you ask why the connection with coffin, or for those dream interpreters, connection with death? You see, the numbers that the monk drew were all considered unlucky with the number 4. In Thailand and numerous East Asian countries, the number four sounds like the word death. That's why you'll find elevators in Asia and also here in Sydney with large Asian residential markets skipping the numbers 4, 14, 24, and so forth because it is considered bad luck to be living on those floors. However, in the case of this lucky monk, those superstitious fours brought him good fortune. His numbers were 4, 40, 47, 74, and 44. All this talk of superstition, dreams of coffin and death, I wouldn't exactly call this a mythbuster, probably more like a ghostbuster. <laughs> For the inaugural seven minute pulse, Ponder Ponder, I talked about stocks, so I thought I'd change the topic up a little and talk about tiger moms or tiger parents. Both topics are of course Asian, if not Asian-ish, and completely relatable to those who are good at maths, love spending money with overbearing parents while still living at home. On this week's Ponder Ponder, I've been pondering about young tiger cubs asking the darnest things. How to break the news to my tiger parent that I have a significant other. Well, first of all, a tiger mom can usually smell it before it happens. They say women have intuition, you pretty much have to multiply that by the number of stripes that your mother has, or your tiger mom, to figure out the acuteness of her intuition. So if you're lucky and you have an average tiger mom, she'll probably notice when you come home as a besian. I mean, you'd be even more lucky to know that you actually don't have a tiger parent if you come home as a phasian. If you, however, have an extreme or white tiger mom, she knows when you go missing from feeding time. The chances are she's already hinting for you to invite the unsuspecting prey, your significant other, over for dinner to keep the enemy, you know, closer. So hold on, why does she already have their phone number from the first meeting? In any case, if you are dating the same sex, my commiserations. For tiger cubs who have grown up in a foreign country, tiger parents from the diaspora might be more lenient with your choices or preferences, but, you know, over time. However, it is still taboo in many Asian countries where same-sex preference is viewed as pariahs of society and you have to live a life of dishonor and disrespect to your family, your community and your ancestors. Now I sound like the dragon out of Mulan. Well, apart from Taiwan, I hear, so just move there if you can. Otherwise, my little tiger cubs, independence might be the best way to go. Try and see if you can convince your parents to go on an international exchange for study or, you know, forever, or find a way to earn your own money to move out of home, move in with some friends, and experience life for yourself. Isn't it time you cut the cord? So, hmm, ponder that. Until next time on Ponder Ponders. Well, Summer Tennis is upon us, and haven't we seen some interesting quarantine tantrums from the Joker, aka Djokovic, for those not in with the tennis lingo? Yes, why are we even listening to his moans when this guy started the tennis COVID party because it was more important to have a good time, right? Or maybe this is in fact his strategy to infect and conquer as the reigning world number one. This year, I'm keeping an eye on Naomi Osaka. Naomi who, you ask? Her name certainly sounds Japanese, and that's because she is, in fact, half Japanese. Therefore, she is a secret Asian, Asian ish. What's the password? Captain Bagrat. Come in. She was born in Japan to a Haitian father and a Japanese mother, but she lived and trained in the US since she was three. She is currently world number three and has bidden the formidable Wonder Woman of tennis realm, Serena Williams, back in 2018. Naomi actually represents Japan and not the U.S., even though she spent most of her life in New York. It is attributed to her close Haitian and Japanese culture and family circles. In fact, Naomi relinquished her U.S. citizenship in accordance with Japan's Nationality Act, which requires dual citizens to choose a nationality by the age of 22. So she chose Japan. Since beating Wonder Williams, Naomi has been winning Grand Slams and is definitely the draw card for iGens alike. She won US Open in 2019 and fingers crossed she does Japan proud in the coming days. I mean with serves as powerful as 201 kilometers per hour, it definitely makes her anything but Asian-ish. Now put that in your pocket. Okay, I'm gonna go and eat some lamb since we've been talking about all these lamb ads. There's this shop down the street in Chinatown that feels like a time capsule to old northeastern China and they serve the best lamb ribs. Bagrat out. Hey, thanks for listening to this week's podcast. For the latest updates and kooky posts, follow us at Captain Bagrat on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you love it as much as Captain Bagrat and we do, please support us with likes and shares. If you're really digging Captain Bagrat, it does cost us a bit to produce and we really appreciate donations and in-kind contributions via Patreon or however you like. I mean, we will never say no to be a sponsorship. Your support will bring us one step closer to having our own TV show one day and to live broadcast it from the heart of downtown Chinatown. Solid.